0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the D Traps podcast. I'm your host, D Traps. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day out there. I'm I usually record these things before uh I post them. Today I'm a little bit late. Last week I missed an episode. I'm so sorry. A super busy week. Ended up missing, not recording it. Sorry about that. Um here we are this week though. I'm actually late. I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna miss this one, but I'm actually late on this one, so um, that's that. I guess. Uh, basically, this is this is an interactive podcast. If you guys want to leave me a message, download the Anchor app, leave me a voice message on this. I love to hear those. Um, if you guys want to give a shout out on one of those, I'll post your message. You know, at the end of the. <clears throat> At the end of the podcast. Sorry. Yeah. So go ahead and leave me a message down there if you feel so obligated to. All right. What have I been up to today? I just woke up. Uh, I've been, I just watched the uh, Mark Rebellé, or I, th- I hope I'm saying that right, on uh, Sway, Sway in the Morning. That shit was sweet. That was very cool. I love that guy. I love what he does. Very inspiring. He's, he is an improv artist that uses a, looper and a keyboard and i believe logic is what he uses on his computer he has a bank of sounds basically he uses his keyboard to put those sounds into the looper they loop over and over and then he it's all improv he you know he make he'll lay down a drum beat and then he'll throw some guitar on top of it everything like that so it's super cool i suggest you guys go check him out he's he's awesome Um, Today, I think I only have one topic for today. This might end up being a little bit of a shorter podcast. That's all right. Um, Today, basically, we're going to talk about good employees versus bad employees. And I know my podcast doesn't really have like a general topic. I kind of have something new every week. Um, I'm hoping to kind of narrow down what I want to talk about. Actually, before we get into that... I'll talk about a little bit what I've been uh, producing this week. Um, so, as of you know Friday, I realized I have all this equipment and I'm not utilizing like most of it. I, I run a uh, a Focusrite Scarlet audio interface, Scarlet Red interface. It's only got two inputs. Probably I think they're about 150 bucks right now. It came with a mic, also Scarlet. It's basically the Focus scarlet focusrite scarlet studio pack so i have a mic came with my cable the usb cable for the uh, interface the interface and headphones basically for about 250 bucks is what that ran um, it's probably about the same right now Then i have a basic mic stand that i use it's kind of very very simple so i'm also using a Newmark turntable It's a older one. I don't actually even know the model Um, with a, uh, you know, I think it's just a very basic needle that I have on it. I put a new head on it, which I don't know, cost me 15 bucks. But anyways, and then I also have a Tractor Audio 6, which allows me to run the turntable into my computer because it runs off of the old school. um, I believe they're called RCA the red white and yellow but there's no yellow because there's no uh video um so that runs into there it also has a ground wire which is kind of why i need the tractor audio 6 it's basically a little a little box that has two inputs for two turntables and a main out and each of the two inputs have their own personal outs so you can run it as a direct through so you don't even have need to have any software open to run it you could just run um, directly through the box just using this kind of as a uh, an, an interface <laughs> an interface just so you can get the sound from the uh from the turntable into your computer basically um they you can also use uh the tractor scratch uh vinyls they basically how those work is they have a very high pitch sound throughout the whole vinyl like if you were to throw it on a turntable it would not be very pleasant because it's just a high pitched sound throughout the whole entire vinyl tractor knows what pitch that that sound is at and so when you run it on a turntable if you don't know how turntables work the slower you go the lower the sound is going to be and the faster you go the higher the sound is going to be so tractor knows what pitch that the turntables are putting out. So if it realizes that that pitch is going up, it's going to move whatever digital audio you have in your tractor software up or fast or, or forward. And if you it realizes that you're slowing it down by, you know, putting your hand on it or whatever, it, that pitch goes down. So it slows down the music on your computer. Therefore, allowing you to scratch tracks. You can... Beat juggle with it basically anything that you can do on a um, You know a tractor like uh, s2 or Any interface like any um, midi interface that has jog wheels on it. It's basically the same thing, but you're using real vinyl to scratch Digital audio, which is pretty cool. But back to what I'm, I'm doing recently is I have a good sized vinyl collection so I've been going through And sampling from the vinyl so I've got the vinyl runs to the needle and that's how you get your sound and I'll pick and choose little bits and pieces that I want to use in songs and then from there they run into the Traktor Audio 6 which I'm using as a direct through so then I have it coming right back out right next to the same I have it coming right back out right next to the same uh, input running into the two inputs on the front of my Focusrite. And then the Focusrite runs into the computer. I have to have the tractor Audio 6 plugged in just for power, but I could probably just plug it into the wall and not need that. Um, but it's bus powered, so it's easy to just plug it in. And yeah, and then I'm chopping and sampling little bits and pieces that I want. Using them in songs so I thought that would be a good thing to just kind of explain on the podcast here it's kind of interesting all right but before we get into that we have a brand new sponsor so I'm gonna go ahead and run the sponsorship clip and right after that we'll get into our topic of good employees first bad employees all right guys thanks for checking out that advertisement hopefully it was intriguing to you if you guys think that sounds sweet Go check out their website. Use code Me Season. I think I went and looked at the bags, and I personally am thinking about getting myself one. Definitely, those things are sweet. They have floral print on them. <clears throat> They're cool, man. They're cool. All right, so let's get into our topic here, our somewhat main topic of the day. Where I, th- I think in future episodes I'm going to try to have a few topics because I first recorded this, and I t- just talked about this one topic. And it, cut, it only lasted about seven minutes. So trying to make these a little bit longer. I know podcasts are supposed to be a little bit on the longer side. I'm trying to keep mine, you know, not boring, but long enough to where you can listen to. All right. Anyways, let's get into it. What does it take to be a good employee? Does a good employee care less about how they're getting their job done and more about just getting it done the fastest way possible? Or is it better to play by the books every time and do everything the way that the managers and bosses want you to do it? I think it's a I think personally that it's a blend of both. It's knowing when you need to play by the books and knowing when it's okay to cut small corners. Um, I say small corners because there are certain rules and statures that are in place to keep you safe and they must be followed. I mean, when it comes to safety, safety is number one. I don't care what job you have. I don't care if you sit at a desk or if you work on the rigs safety is number one. And I guarantee if you ask your boss that, that's what they're going to say. All right. So an example that I thought of was when I worked in the restaurant business, I learned from experience that the cheese on a burger melts better and faster if you steam it on a flat top under a cap or a hood. So basically you you'd throw the burger on, take your water bottle, well, like your not your personal water bottle, but a squirt bottle with water in it, squirt around the burger and throw a cap on it, steam that cheese, and it melts super fast, super evenly. Um, rather than putting in a cheese melter or what they call a salamander, <clears throat> don't ask me why it's called that because I don't know. Um, rather than doing that, because a lot of times I found that I would forget about it up there because they're high up, they're above everything else, I would forget about it, it would burn. And then you got, you know, potential grease fires because burgers are greasy. Then you have, then you have the second part of that, which is having to peel the cheese off or even start a new burger because you burnt the cheese. And then it's just not a good experience for anybody, but that's the way that the corporate executives wanted us to do this. Why? I'm not exactly sure because, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Using this method, in my opinion, made me a better employee because I was getting the burgers to the table faster and the cheese wasn't burning as often. But in the but I feel like in the eyes of the executives that this made me a worse employee. And I don't know if that's true. I mean, nobody ever really said anything to me about it, but that was one of the examples that was kind of running through my head when I was thinking about this. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts on this. If you guys have an example or something that you think pertains to this topic, I would love for you guys to download the Anchor app and leave me a voice message. Like I said, if you guys just want to say what's up, if you want to hop out there and give a shout out, it's a, if it's your birthday or if your birthday is going to be next Sunday or whatever, or even if it's just this week, leave me a message on there. And I could, I could even reply to you, wish you a happy birthday, and we'll get it on the next episode. Um, one of the other things that came to mind was, do you have to be a dick or a jerk to be a good boss? If you're a boss and you're also a dick, are people more likely to listen to you out of fear? Or do people listen more if you're nice and understanding with your employees? Once again, I think it comes down to a blend. Every Life is all about blending the good and the bad, right? So I think it comes down to when knowing when to, you need to be stern or firm with employees. Um, you know, if they're doing something wrong, you need to let them know. Basically, that's how it goes. So uh, sometimes being a dick will result in employees not listening at all, or even worse, quitting their job, which is no good for anybody because you lose an employee and they just quit their job, which... You know, in most cases, it's not a good thing for financials and, you know, relationships and stuff like that. So, like I said, I think it's a a blend of knowing when to be stern and when you can be a little bit more understanding. Once again, I'd love to hear from you guys in an anchor voice message or even leaving me a comment on Facebook, wherever you guys are seeing this. Leave me a comment down below, leave me a voice message, whatever all right guys i think that's all we have for today if you enjoyed this podcast podcast please like i said leave me a message on anchor or wherever you guys are listening to this this should be available on spotify uh google podcasts apple podcasts um what's it called stitcher lots lots of other sites if you guys have any questions about where it's available just let me know in a comment And I will direct you to your favorite streaming service. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate this. Make sure you guys go check out that sponsor. Um, Use code MESEASON. They have some cool stuff, man. All right, we'll see you guys next week.